0: Hi, I'm Jen. I'm the witch. Hi, I'm Vic. I'm the skeptic. Welcome to My Roommate's a Witch. Oh, yeah. So today we're going to be talking about witchy planning. It's I don't like, even know what that means.
1: Um. So witch, witch planning is like literal, like making an agenda for your witchcraft. The witchy agenda. The witchy agenda. The gay agenda. The witch agenda. The gay witch agenda. It's all the same. Um, I saw this actually interesting article um, that was very, in all seriousness, said, um, Who's that famous congresswoman from the Bronx? I can't remember her name. Oh, the one or, causing. Ocasio the- Cortez. Yeah, okay. Uh, it was like, Ocasio Cortez is a witch leading a charge against Trump. And it was a serious, like, they're like, She is a witch. What? And I was like, yeah, once again, witches are being well, used. Well, first they were like, she danced in college, college. God forbid. <laughs> and now they're like, she's a witch. I feel like this is a really great cultural example of like, any time a woman does anything that the like, cishet white men don't like, they're like, she's a witch. I have she's a, a witch. great. I
0: have a great Instagram post about this. So maybe I'll post that.
1: Ooh, I'd love it. Um, yeah. So today we're talking about witchy planning. But before we do, I just want to... Um, yeah, I know that we have, like, a, we've been getting some new followers on our Instagram. So we talked to our lawyer. We talked, to, we spoke with our attorney. And they said. <laughs> and they we said need, we should. We disclaimer. No, uh, we, we have no attorney. Uh, <laughs> should, do we need one? Uh, we have no attorney. Um, but I just wanted to, like, issue a little reminder, like, that um, our goal here with this podcast is to cover, um, like, a wide range of different pagan practices. Um, and so for things like the uh, holidays and um, like the different types of witchcraft, like kitchen witchcraft, et cetera. um, There's a lot of different ways to practice those things. There's a lot of different, um, depending on like what region, um, pagans practiced very different things depending on the holidays. So in order to give you a more like um, wide net as to, you know, what a certain holiday or a certain practice is, um, we might leave out some um, details. Um, And if you'll notice, I always can offer you, like, what I believe and what my opinion is, but there are people who believe differently, and that's okay. We don't go as far in depth.
0: Yeah. You can go down a Wikipedia wormhole.
1: Right. So if you want to know, like, a bunch more in depth about, like, the Polish practice of kitchen witchcraft, um... Please do some research and see what you discover. Um, We can't cover everything. Okay, Our neighbors are having a domestic dispute (laughs) again. (laughs) No, but so I try my best to give, like, a wide range of information. um, And I really and truly believe that as long as you're not, like, hurting children, you know, sacrificing goats – guess that's a little offensive. But there's, like, I don't believe that there's, like, a wrong way to practice paganism. So if your beliefs are rooted in a specific, like, Celtic tradition, of course, go do some research about that tradition and find... Uh, out more in depth. My goal here is simply to give you a wide spectrum of what paganism can be in relationship to these specific topics.
0: This reminds me of Shane Dawson's latest docuseries where he's like, and that's a fact. And then he goes, no, it's just an opinion. Don't listen to me.
1: <laughs> right. Um, and we're also like learning with you. So like, <laughs> like I I have only been a witch for like uh, a hot set Like two years basically And um, I have A lot longer like history of like Pagan practices which I didn't call Witchcraft but I, I've only officially Been a witch for like two years so This is I'm learning along with You all and which so which which, <laughs> which is why I Try and correct myself like if um, I end up finding out that I was incorrect about Something so anyway so I just wanted to like Offer that as like a friendly like Reminder um And yeah. So anyway, (laughs) so with our housekeeping little clean kitchen witchcraft, um, let's talk about some witchy planning. Um, Victoria, do you keep a planner? Okay.
0: I don't have a physical calendar, Mm -hmm. but I put literally everything I do in the calendar in my phone. Interesting. Yeah. Like I put... When I'm doing laundry in my phone. And it's what? like, I've gotten to the point where like, I'll put like, oh, if I'm going like this past Friday, I was like, oh, I'm going to go exercise with Megan at this place at this time. And then we ended up changing the place. So I went to my calendar and I changed it.
1: That is so dedicated. I feel like I'm a very bad calendar person um, when it comes to practical things. I feel like I'm very good at like scheduling my creative life.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: my rehearsal calendars, so good. My like calendars of like creativity and i think my like witch calendar are all pretty solid. Well,
0: i remember i told you to put the time we were recording in your calendar and you said i don't keep one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> usually when it's things like this is a, probably a very bad habit. Um but like when it's things like personal um like i would i am not the statistical odds of me looking at my calendar are very low. Um the odds of me Looking at my phone and Vic being like, hey, remember, we're recording today, and me then remembering are so high. Yeah, because so I high. always remind you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, like, the face-to-face But, like, I can keep track of, like, when I have rehearsal. I don't know. This is why. Can I say not only
0: do I have everything in here, it's color-coded. That's
1: wild. See, I color-code my, like, creative calendars and my witch calendars. Yeah. So to make sure that stuff gets done. Um, My, like, to-do lists for daily tasks are really, really strong. Um, But for some reason, like, my keeping a monthly calendar is very difficult for me. Which is why I try to get all of my stuff into, like, a weekly time slot. Because um, then I, if I know that I always have to go be there at this time, I'll remember it.
0: I'm looking back to my calendar. You know what I put in here in November? I put 2 to 3 p.m. November 6th. Vote. In red. I scheduled what I was going to vote, That's you guys. Um, yeah. So,
1: so however you want to plan is totally fine. And I think like um, however you plan in real life is kind of, um, can be like a hit in real life <laughs> in like your mundane life. Um, when I say mundane, I don't mean your life is boring. I mean, just like the, well, magic's weaved into every aspect of your life, but like the parts of your life that aren't necessarily magical. So like sometimes you have to go to the grocery store and it doesn't have to be a magical experience. Um, so that's what I mean. Um, I think like, uh, a lot of people get really passionate about whether or not they're they use a planner in their witchcraft practice. Um, I think you should do whatever works for you. At the end of the day, no matter what. Um, but I've found that like witchy planning is a great tool to help give like structure to my practice because otherwise, like I didn't, I wasn't doing much wiki w- wiki. I wasn't doing. Like, I got really bad. I got very lax on my witchy planning, and then I forgot. I literally in bulk happened and I was like oh I guess I'm not doing anything to celebrate yeah. like we recorded the in bulk podcast I had like a plan but I just forgot to put together a time for me to do what I wanted to do you didn't put it in your calendar yep and I or I didn't put it on my daily task list and I completely forgot so or I didn't forget I just was I realized I was like wow I'm not going home you, and so I have class tomorrow morning and so it's not gonna happen you make to-do lists yes. on your phone no
0: okay yeah I in addition to my calendar, make plenty of to-do lists on okay. my phone. Well, yeah. I'm just saying I'm very, I'm very type A. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm type like A B. Um, I'm type A about some things. I don't think that's that's a blood type. <laughs> anyway, so um so you're you so you're like witchy planning is really just a tool that you can use um to give you structure to be creative in. Um I think if Planning gets to the point where it's no longer, like I think in an ideal world, your planner is not like the dictator of your life, but it's something that runs like in conjunction with your creativity that allows you to be more creative because you're not having to think about all the logistics all the time. Um, And I think witchy planners should like work in a very similar way. Um, So there's lots of different ways to sort of uh, structure your planner. Some people like to put it in their, like, grimoire, their Book of Shadows. Some people like to have a separate, like, planner entirely for their um, witch stuff. Um, Some people like to put it into their, like, mundane calendar. Um, And I think – so I think it just, like, depends on um, what you – what your preference is. Um, A lot – if you do, like, tarot readings professionally – a lot of, like, professional witches will put things like that into their calendar so they can make sure that they have the, like, I'm going to say creative brain space, but, like, because I don't know what, like, magical brain space to get on that. Um, I think planners are good because, you know, witches are people. <laughs> and sometimes, like, I don't know, it, it, it can be hard to find time for, like, um, your spiritual practice.
0: I just feel like if you don't have a calendar, you're prone to forget things.
1: Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also hard because, like, witchcraft is not, like, a mainstream holiday or belief system. So, like, like you don't get a bunch of, like, Yule ads. Like you get Christmas. I guess you yeah. a bad example. Like, um, no one's running, like it's in bulk. Remember to buy your seeds. Like yeah. none of that happens. So I think, especially if you're like new to witchcraft or new to like practicing on like the wheel of the year or something like that, like it can be easy to just like forget a holiday. Like yesterday I had to Google when, um, Ostra was, cause I was like, I don't fucking know. It's March like 20th. Um, anyway, but it's like those types of things is like things that you actively like have to think about. Um, and so, also, like, you know, daily tasks, like, moon cycles. Like, those are all, like, things which are typically important to witches. So, I think it can be really helpful um, to keep to keep all of that straight, like, in a system. Um, yeah. And, of course, like, delegating your time between, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, normal stuff. I'm very pro-calendar. Yes. Um, so... It can be helpful. Some witches also prefer not to have a schedule and just go by their gut. And I think that's fine. I also think, like, to keep in mind that um, don't forget that, like, you can, um, like, if you made all these witchy plans and suddenly, like, you have a baby. Like, you can modify a planner, like, as yeah. you go along. I just feel like a lot of people start to feel trapped, like, in their own structures. And, like, they forget that, like, the structures are in place so that you can have as much freedom to be creative as possible. Um, Cool. So, yeah. So some people do, as I said before, like, there's a bunch of different ways to go about it. So you can have, like, a single planner system where, like, you have your planner for your mundane life and you have your, like, planner for your witchcraft. Some people have, like, even, like, little, even smaller, like, uh, delegations of that. So, you know, a calendar for when they're going to cast spells, a calendar for when they're going to do like worship ritual. And like, and then they compile all those into a big witch calendar. Um, and you can also keep your like mundane calendar. So I have like my witch calendar and then I have my like regular calendar. And then like in my regular calendar, I just put in all the like, Oh, I need to do witchcraft on this day. And then in my witch calendar, I like make some more, um, I get much more, I get more specific um, about what it is that I'm going to be doing. I
0: just think, like, and if this sounds overwhelming, like, I think that's why a calendar is helpful. Like, if you're overwhelmed by all the information, like I kind of was just now, um, <laughs> I think it's so helpful to be like, okay, set all the information aside. Just be like, when am I going to do What? And then once you figure that out, it becomes a lot less over- overwhelming. Yeah. well, and It becomes underwhelming. If
1: you're, like, sort of overwhelmed by, like, which I remember, like, feeling, like, um, at the start – first of all, like, at the start of my witchcraft journey, I was like, oh, this is easy. I got the basics. And then, like, once you get the basics and you start looking into, like, more complex things, you're like – Oh shit. Like this there's a lot going on. Like I don't know. Like I just feel like I don't know. You there's deities, there's different kinds of witchcraft, there's spells themselves. There's like there's just so much there's like history, like there's just so much to learn about and I found that like um first of all like keeping in mind that like you're not supposed to like wake up and know everything about a topic within 24 hours. Um and you're like that's just not possible. So like take your time and I think like having like a calendar or a structure does help you set aside time without getting overwhelmed, you know? Um, like if you know that you're going to make your sigil for the week every Sunday night, like, I think that that time is like sacred and special and, um, it doesn't have to be, I think once you figure out like when and how and why you want to do things, it can be a lot less overwhelming. Um, So, generally, here's what I do. So, I'm going to go through, like, how I, like, generally structure, like, a year, um, like, a month, and then, like, daily. A year? Yeah. Oh,
0: my God. Well,
1: when you, what do you mean? You know what you're going to be doing a year from now? No. No, I don't, I'm not actually thinking about, like, exact, you know, a year in advance. This is exactly what I'm going to do. Um, I just think, like, through, like, witchcraft, like, following the wheel of the year um, allows you to start thinking about things like, you know, some people like set like yearly goals. Um, you can do that in witchcraft too, but I think like the wheel of the year is a nice structure, Uh um, to put your year in. So I made, I was on a Tinder date recently and I made this joke. He was like, Oh, what are you doing for Valentine's day? And I was like, shrug. And he was like, do you not celebrate Valentine's Day? And I was like, listen, dude, I'm a witch. I already have eight holidays. (laughs) I don't (laughs) need another one. Um, So I think it's helpful to like sort of, if you follow the wheel of the year, to like lay out the holidays because that's sort of like your baseline. That's like uh, sort of what's, you know, these are the big the big daddies. Um, And then sort of work backwards from there. So like, um, you know, you have, uh, so if you know for like Salwen, you're going to want to do, X, you're going to want to do this spell and you're going to want to do this, like, charm and you're going to want to make charm pouches for these people and you're going to want to bring in a wand. Like, you know, if you have, like, all these tasks that you want to do during your saw One ritual, like, you might want to think about, like, oh, so in order to do that then, I'm going to need to first go to the witch shop. Start at a deadline, work backwards. Work backwards, yeah. Basic, like, planning stuff. So I'm going to need to go to the witch stop- shop. I'm going to need to... I want to bless my, there's not a full moon then. I'm going to want to have moon water. So that moon cycle before I need to get me some moon water. Like um, I need to make sure that like uh, if, or maybe you want to use a new tool and and you don't want to um, sort of bring in the tool during the ritual. So you might want to like do some pre blessing and that kind of thing. Um, I'm a great
0: party planner. I'm just putting that out there.
1: Yeah. Oh, We've been trying to throw a party for, like, six months now. Oh, no, I'll come. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to get people in the, like, comments being like, I'll come. We should have, like, a meet and greet. And uh, anyway. <laughs> um, so, like, thinking about what you need magically for a solstice, for uh, not just a solstice, but for any of the, like, big holidays, I think can be, like, a helpful way to sort of get started, like, looking at, like, your whole year. Um, and then... Also think about, like, what mundane things do you need to do in order to have, like, a successful solid? Like, I know that I don't like to practice witchcraft when my room is a trash heap. Um, and my room is very often a trash heap. So it's like, I know that I'm going to have to clean my room before I can... <laughs> Me just giving side eye on my yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see you. This is not a YouTube <laughs> channel. Um... So I think also, or like, you know, if you want to make a special loaf for a holiday, you're going to have to go to the store and buy the ingredients. So I think this also allows you to, it means that you'll never be in the situation where you're like, I just want to make my in bulk loaf, but I didn't get to the grocery store and they're all closed because it's midnight, you know? Um, Because it's midnight. Because it's midnight. So just thinking about that. Also, again, going back to like witchcraft not being a like, quote unquote, mainstream holiday, like... You are uh, most schools and like places of work will let you request special time off um, without punishment, um, depending on like how liberal your office is for your alternate for your religious practices. So, um, if you do want to try to go down that like school or work time off request route, um, that's something that uh, you would want to do like well in advance. And so, thinking about the like practical things ahead of time so that when the time comes, you can just do the magical things that you want to be doing. I think it's very helpful. You have to take a day off? (laughs) No. So I don't, so you don't have to take a day off to celebrate any of the pagan holidays. Um, But some people might want to, Um, especially if you're doing like, like if I was um, still like waiting tables, like I would definitely trade out a shift to take the day off if I could, you know? Um, but I think that's, that's totally personal and totally up to you. Like I didn't take any of the like school days off that I had for holidays this year. Cause I just celebrated at night, but also it's like helpful if you want to like celebrate with other people or if you want to like go to like a coven meeting or something like that was kind of, for the holiday. Oh, Victoria's eyebrows just shot way up.
0: Uh, coven! Yeah. I'm sorry that I sang. <laughs> Uh-huh. So the You internet. just said it, and it reminded me of like American Horror Story and
1: Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, yeah. So I think the like. So also, if you want to celebrate, so yes, covens exist, and if you want to celebrate with them, um, you probably need to start organizing that a little bit in advance. Um, but so, th- so I think that's like the first thing you should do is probably lay out the year. Um, that way, you don't get into some weird like, oh well, I thought ah, like it just. I think making sure if you want to celebrate the eight wheel of the year holidays, which you don't have to, but if you do want to, I think it's helpful to put those in first so you can kind of like see where you're going to be at in your like magical timing. Um, So then like month by month, I think it's also really helpful to keep track of like the moon cycles um, for their like energetic um, shifts and properties. Now, You don't, the moon does not have to be in a certain phase in order for you to do whatever spell you want. It's just helpful to, um, if like the moon is doing something which is going to promote this energy, I think it is helpful to align your spell work with it. It'll give it an extra boost. That being said, of course, you don't have to do that. You can do spells whenever you feel so inclined. Um... But I do think it's very – I do think it can be very helpful. So I'm going to read through just a couple, like, correspondences on, like, the different moon phases. Um, And then, again, this is just one interpretation. Um, Yeah. So the new moon is typically, like, start of new beginnings, of new loves, of new jobs. It's all about, like, rebirth. Um, The waxing crescent is um, about – usually about bringing in the wanted things into your life. Um, And then the waxing – Gibbous is typically about bringing in, like, money or prosperity, things like that. Um, during the full moon, the moon's energy is the strongest. Um, this is the time for, like, psychic energy, um, cleansings, uh, rituals, giving thanks, um, setting intentions for things that you want to achieve or go after, basically when the power is at its most. Um, a waxing gibbous, that's the thick, like, chunky moon. Um, <laughs> is like a time to start getting rid of the negative energy in your life, just clearing that shit out. Um, Same thing, and then a waning quarter is very similar, getting out junk, but more specifically unwanted people, thoughts and feelings from your life. Um, And then your waxing crescent is really the time to like cleanse your house. Um, and clear your home to get ready for the start of the new moon cycle. So, so waxing, the moon's getting bigger, is a time of bringing in. Waning is a time of expelling. Um, so, keeping that in mind can be helpful. Putting that into your like um, witch planner can be re- is is I think really helpful. Um, of course, again, you don't have to time your rituals with the moon. It, however, it can be helpful. Also, it's a good time to put in um, like the other planets. If like like right now we're in Pisces season. Um... So that has a bunch of different meanings than, like, Aquarius season, which just, uh, Aquarius season is so hard for Cancers. It's, it's exhausting. Um, but, so, you know. Like also, the season in
0: which they were born?
1: Yeah, so, like, um, the different, it means, um, so it's, like, when the sun is in that planet and it can, it like, like, during Scorpio season, everyone's fucking moody and running around grumpy. Um, right, but is it the dates that, like, are Yes. the Scorpio? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you can mark things like that. You can also mark when, like, planets are going into retrograde, and then you're like, ugh, I fucking hate that. You know, like, Mercury in retrograde. I want to know when that shit is happening. I feel like that's happened,
0: like, four <laughs> times this year.
1: No, no. Last summer, I believe, like, f- at one point, six planets were in retrograde, and it was just always... It was just... Always a mess. (laughs) I was just a mess. Um, Also, like, in a more, like, practical, mundane thing, like, whether you truly believe in witchcraft or not, like, there are very real, like, reports of, um, like, more babies are born during full moons, um, m- there's more arrests made during full moons cause people do like act out like the full moon does have a lot of energy. Um, and so like, if you're a nurse, <laughs> you know, that might be a good time to be, r- just keep having the back of your mind, like, Oh, it's going to be a full moon. Like we should watch out for the madness. Um, same thing if you're, um, like a midwife or something similar, like, I think it can be helpful, like in your mundane life too, to just be aware of like, what the fuck is going on with the moon.
0: Um, that reminds me the full moon crime happening reminds me of when like the blizzard was hitting the midwest and it was like negative 60. yeah and police officers in the in the towns where it was so cold were like, um crime's just been canceled like no one can commit a
1: crime okay guys. <laughs> That's such a midwestern thing. Like we're just <laughs> gonna stop having crime for a few. Can you no. imagine if that happened in New York City? Like no one would listen. Um, yeah. Also, a fun thing if you're a person like who menstruates is like you can track like your menstrual cycles in relation to the moon and like harness some of that womb energy if you feel so inclined. Um, but you don't have to. It's also again like a nice. You can think about like your yearly goals. Some witches start their calendar on the like New Year, New Year, like the normal like mundane new year and then some people start it on uh Salwen, which is the witch's new year so that's completely up to you where you start it but i think like looking at your years how, like what and it doesn't have to be like really specific like i want to have four spell jars by this date it can be more like general like what are the like big things you want to work on your practice in what are the big things you want to work on in your practice this year so like do you want to do more attraction work do you want to draw more sigils that kind of thing um I think it can also be really helpful, like, um, you know, so then also think about, like, your monthly goals. Like, what what is it that you really want to work on this month? What is it? And usually, like, um, I, like, the pagan holidays are usually, like, every, like, four to six weeks. Um, so I, I think, like, you know, each holiday is a time to sort of think about and, like, reset your monthly or almost monthly goals. Okay. Daily. Oh, my God. I thought we were done. No. Okay. You thought. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so daily is an interesting, like, sort of space to get into. Um, Some witches really, like, thrive with the daily witch practice. And, like, when I say daily witch practice, I really – I don't mean, like – we're going to cast a spell every day. I think that might, that for me, someone like me, that sounds energetically exhausting, but some people do it and that's great. Um, it, uh, you know, practicing every day can really mean lighting a candle, burning some sage or whatever you want. You know, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a big thing. Um, but if you do decide to do, do like a daily practice or at least keep track of like what you do every day, like it can be really helpful to like keep track of that in a planner.
0: Okay. I have a question. Sure. As a basic bitch. Okay. Um, there's this store called Bulletin, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. They sell candles that are kind of, um, irreverent, whatever. They're basically like, you know, um, like candles for like saints or like, yeah, <laughs> they sell them, but instead of like saints or whatever, it's like Rihanna or interesting, Meryl Streep. Huh. So what about that?
1: I don't know. (laughs) Some people, um, it's kind of a hot debate in the witchcraft community that you've just stepped into. Um, So there's two schools of thought, and then there's two more schools of thought. So the first two schools of thought are... I do think you should stop hitting that. Sorry. So there's, like, the deities are real deities that live above, amongst us, etc. But they're real, like, spiritual entities. There's also a school of thought that's, like, we're not actually worshipping, say, Zeus. We're worshipping or not even worshipping, we're trying to get into alignment with the qualities that he has. Okay, so those two schools of thought. Then there's, uh, so underneath those, so like whichever school of thought you fall under, mm-hmm. you have like these two conversations happening about deities. Um, once you've like picked a side, which you don't have to, but like think, pretend you pick a side, um, there's like a couple subsequent questions. So an- so uh, like subsequent question is, um, do we only? Uh, I'm gonna say worship. I don't mean worship in the like Christian sense of the word. Like we go to church and we worship God and we do this. I'm mm-hmm. I say worship and I mean like trying to like harness that being's energy or like some people call it working with deity. So from there, it, the, the 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 question is: Do are the only quote unquote deities like Zeus, Athena, all those folks, or like traditional like? um, Celtic deities like Brigid. Um, or can we say that it's strange that they're alive and they have candles, but, or can we say like these dead pop stars, Mm -hmm. um, are also deities. So really it's a question of like, do I think that this person is now a deity? Not really, but can I light a candle to them for the traits which they possess whoa, right, and try and embody the, so if you are, if you fall under the deity is less like a, like a literal spirit that rules the earth, and if you fall more into the deity is a spiritual essence that we're trying to embody, then you can get, like, uh, I've also heard, like, people make up, like, figurative covens for themselves so like in my coven would be like florence welsh of florence and the machine um sylvia plath you know like like these like iconic like women that you want there and you want to live a life similar to the energy that they possess so it's it's actually it's a very sorry this is turning into a whole different podcast but it's we should talk about deity sometime because it's very interesting but um so, I would assume that those candles are either being lit in direct, we are praying for you, Rihanna. Um, or, no, I think they're, like, mostly a joke. But Yeah, well, it could also be a joke. But if you think about, like, why you light candles to a saint, it's because you want that saint to do something for you. Same thing with, like, dead celebrities. Can anyway. you
0: imagine me with Rihanna's traits?
1: You know, I don't know her
0: personally. <laughs>
1: okay moving on so anyway so your daily stuff um i think we're gonna do a whole other episode on like daily witchcraft things that you can do um but having a daily planner is like or practicing every day is like a good way to track like a planner is a good place to track like trends all over over time um i mean that's true for like monthly yearly stuff but it's a good way if you're doing a daily practice it's a good way to keep like your days straight also like you know spreading the wealth a little bit like you don't want to have to be making like four days of spell pouches in a row, and then three days of just tarot readings, especially if you're, like, a working witch. Like, that can be, like, Im- exhausting. So, like, you know, spacing out the kind of magic you want to do. Um, when I mean think? working witch? Like, if you do witchcraft for a living, like, oh, if you're a professional. Oh, oh. Okay. Like, a professional witch. Um, yeah. It's also nice to see how, like, witchcraft fits in with your, like, mundane life, especially in – I hate the word, but, like, in regards to, like, especially your, like, self-care routine, like – you know, is it helpful for you to light a candle every day and take ten minutes to relax? Maybe, um, but so I think those are ways that it can be good to keep track of your day to day stuff. Um, I think the rest that I have is sort of like, um, like I guess, sort of the more hodgepodgey stuff. Like again, it's completely up to you, like how you want to structure this, depending on like which subset of witchcraft you want to look into. Um, I think also like. You know, keeping track of like when to plant, when to harvest—that's helpful if you're into like plant witchcraft and stuff. Um, and I just really want to stress: like, remember that you can go off—you um, can go off plan. Like, if you had this whole plan for a big spell and tonight, and you're exhausted, um, maybe it's not the time to do the spell, and that's totally okay, you know. Um, and I—I I just think planners are really a nice way to. Cross reference like your mundane with your spiritual um, and keep everything sort of in check um, and make sure to make sure that you're getting the time you need so that the spiritual doesn't consume you and vice versa, so that the mundane doesn't consume you and keep you away from your um, spiritual practice. I've said before on this channel, glamour magic is like a very hot topic. Um, On this channel? On this channel? Is that not what you call podcasts? It's just a podcast. Well, as I said before on this podcast, <laughs> I don't understand how the... I'm like an old man. I don't understand how the <laughs> internet works. Um, I, I would... If you don't want someone looking at your stuff, there's some pretty... There's a few things you can do. Um, it never hurts to put a protective crystal or herb combination either in with your planner or on your planner if you're looking to keep out either negative energy or prying eyes. Um... If you're good at glamour, so I, you know, glamour magic is a hot button issue because some people say it's really hard. Some people say it's like, you know, it can only be done by like seasoned professionals. Whatever your beliefs are, throwing some glamour magic onto your like planner, um, like make this as mundane and as uninteresting as possible. So no one will look at it. It can also be like a great way in, con- in conjunction with like your crystals and herbs to sort of keep prying eyes out if that's something you're worried about. Another thing that you can do is like, keep your planner if you're in the broom closet like keep it looking like a normal planner and just you can write in code like if if you can't write going to make a spell jar you could write grocery shopping just make the correlations to be something that you can understand um also like getting a book that's very basic looking you know it it, it's it's very it's pretty easy to like sneak a planner around um another funny thing is like uh you can really code everything. I, I think a funny example is, like, you know how in Macbeth they're, like, eye of newt, toe of whatever? Yeah. The witches? Yeah. No one – it's very rare that those things literally meant, like, the newt of whatever. It's it's – they're coded references to specific plants and, like, what plants look like. Um, so witches have been doing that forever. So hide things in the mundane, I think, is helpful. So, like, specific, more specifically, like, recommendations-wise, like um, – Pick a layout that you like. Um, you can shop shop the craft shop sales um, to get, like, a bunch of really, like, quality, cute planner things at, like, a very reasonable price. So I never play pay full price for planner things or, like, crafting materials for my witchcraft. I always – I'm a sale bitch. I love it. Um, you can also establish, like – I think, like, actually – I know bullet journ- journaling is super in, but I think, like, taking notes from the, like, bullet journal – like, ideas, can you can very easily apply those to witchcraft. There's a lot of, like, videos online. Um, yeah, also, like, M- Muji is a great resource. They have very cheap calendars and, like, cheap, like, very things that are easy for you to fill in yourself. If you want something more structured, um, I don't know exactly how you say the company's name, but it's um, – Uh, Llewellyn's, it's L-L-E-W-E-L-L-Y-N, apostrophe S, Uh, every year they put out both a yearly witches planner, which has like the high holidays in it, as well as like um, like recipes and fun things like that. It also has the moon cycles pre-put in for you and when planets go into retrograde. So if you're looking to save time or you, you just want something that's already done so that you can so that you don't quote unquote mess anything up. Um, that's a great resource. They also put out a yearly like, which is like almanac with very interesting articles from like cutting edge folks in the, which is which community um, not sponsored sponsor us. <laughs> Wish I would. Um, but so so those are some more like traditional resources you can have also a lot of witch chores sell planners so just go in and look and think about what you want your planner to be and think about like really what you're looking to get out of it you can also like just collage something into your book of shadows um, it's entirely up to you uh, so yeah again do what you want do what makes you happy and do what like works for you in your practice that's all I got I have a correction to make. Oh no. So a while ago when we were talking
0: about the Sabrina um winter episode, whatever special, we i I made it like a joke or something about how they have Yule lads, and I was like, what is that? It doesn't sound like it exists. Blah, blah blah, I made a joke out of it. But I was listening to something this week that mentioned them. <laughs> And they're actually from Icelandic legend. And so, oh, this is Wow Air. Okay. Wow Air says, um, in the mountains of Iceland live the terrible ogres Gryla, who is in the episode, along with, and something else that I can't pronounce, along with their 13 offspring known as the Yule Lads and a terrible giant cat known as the Yule Cat. And they come down from the mountains one by one in December. Wow. So it is actually a legend. So there you go. Also, you can follow us on Tumblr, Instagram, My Roommates a Witch, etc. Yeah,
1: congratulations. Yeah, I'm, look, even Victoria makes mistakes.
0: Just be free to be you and me. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what. What well, I'm talking about. Everybody
1: gets that way. I'm Vic and I'm Jen, and, and that's, that's the, the spook. spook.
0: I hate it already. <laughs> Okay, I, this person as a caption said, This pretty much sums up how the last two days has been. And I'm like, oh, It's have been, not has been. You That's has been! So
1: awful.